This is your Saturday morning source for everything Huskers. And now keeping himself with Martinez 5. He is going to be in. Touchdown. Adrian Martinez off the right edge. Runs in from 15 yards out. Tie the game. This is the KLIN Husker Hour. Giving you an inside look at everything going on in Husker Nation. Nebraska wins its fifth national championship. Three shots won over the Florida Gators. Now. Shoots the three. Got it. Isaiah Roby nails it from three-point land. And a good time was had by all. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to another edition of the KLI and Husker Hour. The last one for a while where we'll actually have real results from the previous week to talk about. Because I don't know if you guys saw what happened this week. There's there's a lot in there. Yeah, we're going to break all of that down <laughs> later in the show. We got a lot, a lot to get to. Um, we get to start with fun stuff. Though. Summarizing it, everything's basically canceled. But yeah. Not, not yet. Not yet. Because on Thursday, Nebraska did just get their pro day in for NFL prospects just under the wire. Yesterday, the NFL announced they're shutting all that travel down for any of their personnel, scouts, GMs, what have you. Um, but Nebraska got their pro day in on Thursday. A couple of guys who were able to get their testing done for all those NFL scouts. 28 different scouts from 22 teams. Uh, we have in studio this morning with us cornerback Lamar Jackson, linebacker Muhammad Barry. Uh, gentlemen, thanks very much for joining us here on the KLIN Husker Hour. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys coming in. Um, Lamar, second team All-Big Ten, 2019 defensive MVP. Mo Barry, third team All-Big Ten, 2018 defensive MVP. Captain from 2019 as well. Uh, let's start with you, Lamar. Uh, we'll, we'll dig into a lot here, but... Um, just how do you think pro day went? You went to the combine as well. Um, you had a lot to, to put out there. How do you think all that went? Uh, the process has been a blessing. You know what I'm saying? I kind of just been taking it one step at a time, just kind of each, each, each step. I kind of just wanted to put my best foot forward. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of show my skills and just put myself in the best situation possible for this upcoming draft. So I feel like the draft was definitely a process. It was definitely a blessing to be there. I feel like I kind of tackled that the best to my ability, uh, I mean, there's no, there's no regrets. You know, what I'm saying I'm just extremely thankful. I'm, just, I'm thankful that I was able to compete once again at my pro day. Like you say, it was the last one, so I got lucky. So I mean, I mean, it was a blessing to be able to work out for them scouts once again with the rest of my teammates. So like I say, I can't complain. I'm just living the dream. Yeah, absolutely, Muhammad. You, you didn't um, get a chance to get to the combine, but you had the pro day mm-hmm. on Thursday. You tested there for the scouts and, and GMs. Um, how do you think you, you did on Thursday? Yeah, so um, it was it was great to actually um, you know put in that work for two months, a couple months, and uh, actually see the, the the fruits of the labor. Um, unfortunate, unfortunately, I didn't run the times that um, I ran uh, during training, and and that's all right. And in the, the day, you know, I felt like my athleticism speaks volumes on film, and that wasn't the question marks um, that the scouts had on on me. Uh, the biggest thing was uh, to show that um, my coverage ability, and I thought I uh, killed the drills, and that's the reviews that I got back from them. And um, and and I'm just happy my teammates got to compete. A lot of the guys, um, you know, been training um, across the nation uh, for this moment, and unfortunately for a lot of schools, um, that that's not, you know, um, is unable to be uh, completed. Mm-hmm. So. And and that sucks. So I'm just happy. I'm uh, I'm I'm blessed to be able to actually uh, uh, show the fruits of my labor and actually compete at a pro day. For for both of you, what what have you guys been hearing is next? Because everything's just kind of on hold for right now. So far, the draft is still on for the scheduled times. It's in later April, um, so it's a little bit further beyond 30 days. But from your agents, from everybody who's been advising you, what are you guys hearing about what comes next? Uh, for me, it's kind of one of the things where everybody just kind of say, just pay attention. I mean, they gonna. I mean, like you say, like just as much news as you got, same amount of news yeah. my agent got or whoever else it may be. You know, this kind of this this is really affecting a whole lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Not just not just the football players, not just the people that's trying to get drafted this spring. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's a it's a, it's a global issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you kind of got to just pay attention to the news uh, and just listen to what they advise you to do. For now, you know what I'm saying? I I, I suspect. It'll be a whole lot of more phone conversations, a whole lot of stuff, more stuff over the phone. Teams reaching out, coaches reaching out, FaceTimes, maybe even. I mean, but I just know that I'm I can't go to no 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 uh, organization. No organization can't can work me out. So yeah. for now, like I say, all I know is I'm gonna just keep my line open and just 
as they call. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be here waiting for them, but like, we just going to see how it goes and just roll with the punches. Yeah, I, I would bet that uh, you know, stay in shape is is obviously one, but you know, be ready when this thing is is finally past us a little bit, and NFL opens up that personnel travel, and then you guys will be able to um, meet with teams. Is you know, it, it'll be probably pretty rapid fire at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's dig in a little bit now to to your Nebraska careers. Um, both of you guys played pretty big roles on the defense for the last few seasons. Um, Mo, we'll start with you. Um, how how far do you think you guys came from uh, from the 2018 defense under Eric Chenander to the 2019 team? A lot of statistical jumps, um, record improved by a game as well. But how do you think the uh, how, do, how do you think the defense improved from 2018 to 2019? Uh, I think uh, many categories we improved. I think um, the the biggest thing is we got a lot of turnovers uh, that year. Um, it's uh, with our key contributor here, uh, Lamar. And uh, a lot of the guys in the DBs, um, the DB room, having a lot of um, turnovers, you know. Uh, I was fortunate to get a fumble recovery, so it's that. And <laughs> yeah. that's all for Lamar's. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So that's great. Uh, but, you know, I think that's the big and that's the big thing of this year. We was able to have um, turnovers. Um, uh, the TFLs, um, um, you know, racked up this year. A lot of, a lot of positive things, you know. Uh, and then in the end of the day, you know, we wanted to win more games. We wanted to go to a ball game, and we wanted to compete for a Big Ten championship. Now, unfortunately, we underachieved, and um, I think that's something that, you know, uh, we recognize uh, as a senior group. And the, uh, now the plan is for those guys uh, under us to learn from our mistakes and uh, get better and uh, get the team where it needs to be. Did you guys feel that over the last couple of years? Obviously, you guys went through a coaching change, but were, did you guys feel the trajectory is going up over the last couple of years? And I know they can't have spring practice right now, so we'll see where that goes for this Husker program. But did, did it feel like it was going in the right direction? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I think so for the most part. Like you say, like, I definitely don't feel like we're going backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I definitely, like, it's one of the things where, like, of course, maybe you want to see some steps, or, like, up steps a little quicker, a little faster, but. Then again, you know, anything that's worth building is going to take some time, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we kind of all, as long as everybody kind of all recognize the issues and all kind of as a group and collectively wants to fix those issues, I feel like it's going to continue to rise, you know what I'm saying? Which Just with the with just the development of great leaders in the locker room and just the great coaching, you know, from the staff, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard not to continue to progress. I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, if you're going backwards, I mean, you really not. We really ain't got nothing. It's hard to go backwards when you you just struggled and you ain't won as much games as you expected to. So I mean, I, of course, so like anything going forward, anything uh, moving in the right direction is progression. If you ask me. I know it's it's a it's away from the football field, and you guys were playing on the opposite sides of the ball, but. You guys had a couple teammates get into a Big Ten basketball game this week. Would, would, <laughs> if there was a two-on-two between Noah Vedral and Brant Banks and you two, who do you think? Would you guys win, or is Banks just going to throw you guys around? <laughs> you know, Banks won't throw nobody around. <laughs> 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 but he, he's a big body, so you know if he, if he actually got – I never watched him play, but yeah, he definitely got the size you know, to, to intimidate somebody or at least put his body uh, in. I heard Noah could shoot real, Noah pretty decent. well. I heard all, so – that's the thing, but hey, if it's street ball, I'm going to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> that headband was pretty intimidating, I'll say that. We got Mo Berry and Lamar Jackson here in studio with us. Um, we we are uh, kind of running down their careers here at Nebraska. and Guys, I want to move on to, to where, you, um, where you ended up with 2018-2019 and your position coaches. Mm-hmm. After the coaching change, you guys had a couple guys who were uh, leading your rooms, um, and uh, Lamar, we'll start with you. Travis Fisher comes in. Um, he takes you guys in a little bit different direction from where you had been. What did he do for your game? How did he teach you some different things that helped you grow uh, in in your way you play and your skills and, and get you ready for the NFL? Uh, I say Coach Fish came in at a perfect time, a pivotal time in my career. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those situations where, like, you know, early on you go through all the kid phases. You you're young. You know, you don't you think you know everything, but you find out as you grow and you mature that. It was, you was far from where you need to be. You was far from where you wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? So Coach Fisher's kind of one of them guys who, like, at times, you know, I felt like I wasn't pushed in the room. You know what I'm saying? Just when it comes to competition or just just, just me just thinking I, I had it made. So, I mean, Coach Fisher pretty much came in and just shook up the shook up the ground underneath my feet. I mean, he pretty much hit, he, he made me elevate my game in every way just because the pure fact that, like, 
he made me feel like I was good. Like it was a chance. Like each day he he should say you got to pay rent. Each day rent is due and you got to pay rent. So like he kind of we kind of attacked each day with that mindset that nothing's earned. I mean nothing's given. Everything's earned and don't nobody got a starting spot. It's one of them situations where like we, we production chart. It was something that was alive and something that was real. I mean that was the way that he he bred he bred competition within the room. I mean, everybody wanted to compete to get to the top, that top of that production chart, and if you and if you wanted to be that guy, and you feel that if you feel like you was that guy in the room, I mean, if you wasn't on top of the production chart, that was a problem. So, like for example, like I made sure that I always practice hard as I can, I, I can to make plays, to get the ball out, picks, PBUs, whatever it may be, just so at the end of the day, if I feel like I'm that guy, I need to be that be that guy and be at the top of the chart, so it won't be no problem. So. Coach Fish just kind of just, he just woke up the competition in me and woke up the competition within everybody in the room. So, I mean, everybody appreciated it. You know what I'm saying? It was all love. But for the most part, I mean, he got the best out of us by just forcing us to compete. And you ended up top 15 nationally uh, yeah. in passes defended and passes broken up uh, 15 and 12 um, last season. Uh, Mo, you were leading tackler on this team in 2018 and 2019 under your position coach, Barrett Rude. Um, he's a former Husker, all-time leading tackler at Nebraska. What did he bring to the equation that helped you grow your skills? I think he allowed me to to play my ball, uh, my brand, even in particular, um, you know, my junior year. Um, I think uh, that was, uh, you know, refreshing. Even in that year, um, I was able to come from basically not having a lot of snaps at all uh, <laughs> to, um, you know, filling the game. And uh, when I felt a game that year, especially um, – a lot of great things happened. And, um, you know, going um, onwards from that year, I think, you know, again, um, uh, different year, uh, different agenda. Um, yes, I had to split time. And um, uh, maybe, you know, when people say, like, oh, he had 100 and some tackles junior year and uh, senior year he has uh, like 80 and it's, it's different. I'm like, well, maybe, you know, like uh, I played 40. 40 snaps under than my um, junior year. And it's no, it's no nog. It's just you got to understand that if you're not playing the same, of course, it's going to be different um, uh, statistics. But I think the the biggest part about uh, what he does is uh, try to simplify the game for us and um, allows everyone the room to grow. And in that, I think um, the linebacker court next year or won't have a uh, you know a lot of wide eye um, guys. Uh, is is a lot of guys have playing time. Um, you know, Colin Miller, um, uh, Will Honus, Luke Rymers, Nick Henrik. Um, he didn't play last year, but he's gonna be a um, a great catch for us. Um, he did extremely well. I was extremely impressed with him in spring ball. Mm-hmm. I think he has uh you know tremendous pro- promise. He listens. He he works. He's a He's a great guy, and um, he hustles hard, and uh, that's uh, that's great in that position. So we got a lot of guys, um, and I think coaches are going to continue to make sure that group never lacks um, experience, and um, and they're going to get better. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up some of the guys who are coming in behind you. Lamar, would you do the same as well for the DB room? Who are some of the guys that Nebraska fans haven't seen a lot of, but they're going to be seeing a lot of the next couple of years? Uh, we're still pretty uh, deep in the DB room. I mean, you got you still got DiCaprio coming back. Yep. You know, he's going to he's gonna hold it down on the island. Uh, we got Cam Taylor. You know, that's another versatile guy that can play inside and outside, uh, make some plays. Uh, both our safeties are, deep, are great players. Uh, Markel Dismuke and Deontay Williams. I mean, Deontay's one of the guys that the fans and everyone else ain't got to really see put a whole season underneath his belt. But, you know, he's a tremendous athlete. Great playmaker. I mean, Braxton Clark, uh, you know, I expect nothing but great things from him. He's a 6'4 corner. I mean, it's hard not to expect him to be great on the island. So uh, we got him. You know, that's just five right there. Then you can throw some of our young guys in there, even with the with the Q, with the new, uh, uh, Q Newsom, and then even uh, Miles Farmer. I mean, them just two of our uh, Georgia boys, you know, that came in last year that's going to be ready to play this year as well. You know, just because one of them things, like I say, like, I'm, I'm gone. I mean, it's a spot open. You know, and like I say, competition is real in the room. So, like, all them guys going to compete. All them guys going to push each other, just like how when I was there last year and just how, how I was at the at the time. But unlike unlike last year, it's a spot open. It's, 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 it's some roles that people got to step up in. It's some, it's, some, it's some space that we need filled. So I know everybody else is going to be excited to get after it and go out there and try to make their name. So I, I expect the DB room to keep elevating.
Yeah, we got Lamar Jackson and Muhammad Barry in here. Um, they're going to be signing autographs later today here in Lincoln. I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. But we've got I got one more for you guys. Uh, we'll start with you, Mo. If you had a chance to give true freshman incoming Muhammad Barry advice from all the things that you've learned over the last four years, what would you tell your younger self? Oh man, you put me on the spot, huh? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you know loaded question right there. Um, uh, you know the qu- the crazy thing is I did a lot of reflection on that. I've been asked that question on um, the end of Iowa, okay, Iowa game, and I would say um, me, I- I'm I'm proud of the man I've become. Um, I have uh, no regrets in 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 any sense. Um, I think the progression that I've um, that I've, that I've went through to uh, to become the guy I am now is uh is a a good one and i I've always listened to the, my mentors to the right people um I always allowed people to um help craft me as a person as a player um and I think I would take the same approach um I think the biggest thing is just listening uh to any young guy out there is um understanding that you don't know everything and that there's a lot of good wisdom out there. But it's what kind of person you want to become at the end of the day. What kind of player you want to become. What's your end all goal. And um, you have to align yourself with the people that will help you um, uh, develop yourself in, in such a way. And you have to make sure you act in such a way. So I think that's the biggest thing is making sure that the young people, the, uh, the, the people under me, to understand that if you're not listening, if you're not trying to transform yourself, if you're not trying to become better at this time in college, um, then you're wasting time, and uh, you you won't accomplish a lot of things. Uh, you will peak too early and um, and waste away. So I think that's the biggest thing: is always progress, always listen, and try to be the best you. Lamar, what about you? Uh, what would you tell your younger self if you could? Uh, my younger self, I kind of just tell myself just be a little bit more humble. Uh, listen a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? I was one of them guys, you know, like I say, I got highly recruited and stuff like that on some on some quick stuff. So I could kind of, it was a lot at once for me. I mean, it was, I went for pretty much, you know, just not even really being being known or ranked or nothing, just, just blowing up, you know, what I'm saying? having the chance to go anywhere, you know. I felt like I was hot shit coming in and stuff like that. So, of course, like, it was one of them situations where I just, if I had to tell my younger self, I'd just pretty much just say, like, Boy, look in the mirror, reflect a little earlier, you know. Uh, just take 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 coaching, take criticism a little bit more serious in a little in a different way. I mean, I was one of them guys where like it was pretty much at my young self. It was one ear, it was in and out, it was one, it was in one ear, out the other. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of just naturally. I mean, not even that I kind of did it. It's kind of just I just looking back, I just realized that's kind of how I was operating. I mean, a lot of guys try, a lot of guys try to help me along the way, but if you ask me, I say. Nobody tried to help me, but it was guys trying to help me. I just wasn't really listening how, how I needed to listen when I was younger, you know. So like I kind of had to grow up and mature to really realize and accept the coaching, accept the criticism, and just really just humble myself and just realize that I got a lot more work to do. And I got, you know, I need like more say. Like it's really about all the progression. Like I don't regret it, but like you know, I could have been, I could have been light years ahead of where I am today. I, I mean, I, I would never have to go through the hard times if I'd have just listened or just watched and just being a little bit more wise about everything and just watch other people fail rather than ha- making myself go through it and learn from myself, maybe just reflecting from others, you know, just learning from others and just being a little bit more wise and just handling the situation a little bit more maturely. But other than that, like I say, like, I feel like I done progressed right on time. I'm in a good space mentally, physically, and everything like that. And, I mean, it's really like I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better moment or better time to be where I'm at just because, like, I'm hungry. I just know I got a whole lot of football in front of me. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't wait to really, I can't wait to absorb some knowledge, some skills, some just, you know, just some just, you know, just overall just more game. I can't wait to just soak it up so I can just continue to just propel my game, propel myself into the future. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Muhammad Barry. Uh, these two guys are going to be in the historic Havelock area later today from noon to three. Um, it's at Sports Fantastics at 62nd and Havelock. They're going to be signing autographs uh, and be taking pictures. Uh, you'll be able to see those guys uh, for three hours later today in the Havelock area. We will we we will also be giving away um, some uh, prizes, oh, you, you know, raffles. So uh, I, I will 
you know, advise y'all to come the first um, few hours. Okay. Um, the first, um, you know, the first hour would be great, and um, we would have um, some prizes, uh, combine, combine gear, um, uh, you know, forty cleats, uh, football cleats, game worn stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, the fans uh, come early. There you go. Get there early. Uh, it starts up at noon, 62nd and Havelock. Sports Fantastics. Um, you're going to want to get out there uh, and see these guys. Mo, Lamar, thanks a lot for joining us, you guys. Uh, best of luck the rest of the process. I know it's uh, a lot of it's up in the air right now, but uh, we uh, we definitely are pulling for you, and we hope to hear your name called on draft night. Yes, sir. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, so we've got plenty more to get to. Uh, Caleb and I are going to be breaking down a lot when we come back here. So uh, stick around. We've got a lot more to go. This is the KLI and Husker Hour. Going to wrap up a wild week over the rest of this show right after this. 2,000 thermometers, 2,000 surrounding us. Your Saturday morning source for everything Huskers is right here. You're listening to the KLIN Husker Hour on Lincoln's Husker Radio, 1400 KLIN. KLIN Husker Hour, Cole Stukenholtz and Caleb Henry with you. That was uh, cool. If you just missed, if you just joined us, you uh, you missed Lamar Jackson and Muhammad Barry. Uh, we're here in studio, a couple of former Huskers um, getting ready for uh, what they hope will be an NFL draft going on here in a couple of, uh, in a few weeks, April 25th, 26th, 27th, I think. Um, right now it's still scheduled. Um, that's still, uh, you know, still far enough out, but hopefully nothing interferes hey, with it. Hey, they showed up with more food than we've ever had in here on a Saturday morning. What did I bring in one time? I brought a muffin in once, right? You brought a muffin. I grabbed a Mountain Dew this morning. I ate, I ate breakfast in the car. I made myself a little like <laughs> They They came in. I don't know what three drive throughs they went through, but they came in loaded. Yeah. They were good. They were they were good to go. They had uh they had their game ready uh much more than you did. Um let's just say you have the, you have a Mountain Dew. So um so you and I last saw each other in person on Monday when the world was relatively normal and we were at a spring press conference. Hey, Tuesday even felt relatively normal. Well, yeah, kind of did. Um I mean Monday we we had a chance to see who what was it? Eight players. We saw eight different players. Scott Frost. Scott Frost, and then all but Ryan Held in terms of assistance. Yeah, um, came out and talked. And as I told some people earlier this week, I went, guys, I've got more than three hours of sound yeah. that I have to go through, which is good, which is fantastic. You're going to need it now. <laughs> which well, which was fantastic earlier this week. Now yeah. almost none of that sound matters. Yeah, so so before the world changed, we had Cam Taylor Britt, Jack Stoll, Ben Stilley, Colin Miller, Brennan Hymas, DiCaprio Boodle, Wandale Robinson, and Matt Farniok. They all went to the podium. We got a chance to hear from Matt Lubick for the first time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Frost hit on a lot of different things, um, including the NIL stuff, which really took a turn the next day yeah. uh, with that with that <laughs> next announcement. But um, we've got plenty of time now to go over all of that stuff. Uh, we only have a, a, a limited time to go over what the heck just happened this week. So let's start now because okay. it's 925. We still have 35 more minutes to run all of that down. Okay, so we're going to start with Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and just jump in at any point, anytime you want to go through your feelings when those things happened. Yes. Um, so first of all, Tuesday, as, as you just alluded to, um, the Open Doors announcement. On the the Pretty NIL cool. um, with that local company, and we're going to dive more into that next week. We're going to try to uh, get some of the folks from Open Doors to tell us a little bit more about that. But the the long and the short of it is is the social media, the brand marketing, um, how to grow your individual brand, which puts Nebraska. They're the first program in the country to do this for all of their athletes across every sport, walk on scholarship, what have you. Um, so that puts them at the forefront of that NIL conversation. Then you get into the afternoon. Nebraska ball announces that Noah Vedrill and Brant Banks are going to be joining the basketball team to fly to, or to go up to Indi- Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament. Was were Burke and Max suspensions announced on Monday, or was that earlier? That was Tuesday morning. That was Tuesday. That was morning. Tuesday okay, morning. So that was all the same yeah, day. yeah. So that was all the same day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should have added that to my notes. I have an That's, entire page of what happened he does. this week. It's literally we'll, we'll we'll tweet that out maybe. Um. So yes, in the morning it was confirmed the the Mac and Burke. Uh, that they would not be going to Indianapolis. Um, it was actually late, late Monday night was the Deshaun Burke Jr. Uh, was him saying that he was going, his statement that he was going to be focusing on academics and preparing for graduation. So then we started to read into that. Okay, does that mean he he's 
Done, done. Does that mean a grad transfer? That word, that word graduation sticks out, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. And then Husker Baseball beats Northern Colorado one nothing. Okay, that's Tuesday. The world is still normal. Yep. Wednesday, the NSAA announced their limited attendance policy for the State Boys Basketball Tournament. All heck breaks loose across social media mm-hmm. that the NSAA would do this and ruin this opportunity and everything else that can possibly happen um, in the middle of all that. Eric Crouch, it, it's announced that he's set to join the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, anyone who is listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends, he's no longer able to come in this Monday, but he's going to try for this next Friday, so we should have him here on 1400 KLIN. Uh, baseball sweeps Northern Colorado. They get an 8-1 win. And then what the NSAA did seems to have a lot of foresight because now we start getting into, oh, stuff's happening. The Big Ten (laughs) announced limited attendance policy for the rest of their winter and spring competitions. That means that baseball win was the last time Huskers played in front of a crowd, like a full crowd. Huskers softball was supposed to have their opening weekend this weekend. At this time, all it is is the games are still on, and there's a limited attendance policy. Yep. You get to the Big Ten tournament. During Nebraska ball's game, Nebraska taking on Indiana, the NBA suspends their season. Because they find be- out Rudy be- Gobert tested positive for Because Rudy Gobert tests positive. The Utah Jazz, the Thunder game, gets stopped before the game. A medical, medical personnel has to sprint onto the court yeah. to stop the game from happening. Um, since then, Donovan Mitchell has also tested positive, yep. uh, by the way. And that was, that was like minutes after President Trump spoke as yes. well. Um, Coach Fred Hoiberg left the game early, goes to the hospital. You've got, that picked up a lot of national steam because it was, did he just coach a game with coronavirus? And he, you saw he left the game, then word trickles out the, that he went to the ER. Yep. Then word trickles out that Nebraska's team is on quarantine in their locker room. Yep. Apparently people weren't even be allowed to walk through that hallway where Nebraska's Which, locker great, room was. Great work uh, from, from Chris oh. Hetty. Uh, I, I believe Chris Baznet and Hetty ba- ba- were both there. Yeah, so Baz and Hetty were both there. Great work from them from keeping everyone updated because there was, no, there was nothing coming out yeah. outside of some of their updates. Um, and then some national media started to pick up some of that. So big thanks to those guys, keeping us all updated on what's going on. Comes back, Hoiberg tested for influenza A. Released. Re- released there. Um, then the team is released. Um, and then kind of away from basketball. But this also, in the middle of all of that, Tom Hanks tested positive for coronavirus. That's right, that him, was and, him and his wife in Australia. That was, so we thought Wednesday. First of all, we didn't think Tuesday could get, you could get kind of crazier than Tuesday with football players being announced to join the basketball team, which they both got in the game. Neither of them scored. Um, They were definitely fan favorites. The Indiana crowd even wanted them to score. Um, Brent Banks, very on brand for that team, missed the free throws he had. I thought I was just going to say he wanted to bank it. but (laughs) um, Okay, so we're through through it. How many more breaks do we have to have? Because this is going to – because Thursday gets crazy. Yeah, so let's let's take one now. That's a good point. Let's take a Because once once Thursday starts to happen, we're going to have to dive in to a lot more of these. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. Hopefully you're uh, following along at home. I did tweet that out, um, Caleb's notes, um, on our KLIN uh, Huskers, at KLIN Huskers. Sorry if you can't read the, the writing. I was trying to get it all in. Yeah, he, he can read it, and you can listen back here in just a few minutes when we come back, uh, and we will run down the rest of the craziness uh, that was this last week in the sports world. Uh, we're coming right back. This is the KLIN Husker Hour. Don't go anywhere. Giving you an inside look at everything Huskers. This is the KLIN Husker Hour on 1400 KLIN. Back here on the show, what would normally be a day full of conference basketball tournament championship games. I think there's like 15 that would have been going on today. And uh, RIP the Jerome. Yeah, I know. Hey, I got eight of those first 12. I made the first page in the final standings, and I got a three seed to win. That's that's very inside baseball. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, the, the craziness okay. of the last week. We, we finished up Wednesday. So we finished up Wednesday. We wake up Thursday morning, and what it is is the NBA has suspended their season. Um, you've got the limited attendance policy for the rest of the Big Ten tournament. 
You've got everything that came out the night before. You're starting to figure out, okay, Hoiberg's okay. The team's okay. Um, There's not the worst-case scenario coming out of Indianapolis. Then it starts to leak out. More pro leagues are suspending or canceling their seasons, pushing, like baseball's pushing back the start of theirs. Um, The NFL is going to eventually be calling off absolutely everything, which, I mean, Mo Berry, Lamar Jackson, they got in in the nick of time. They had their pro day Thursday. Um, The Huskers announced their own limited attendance policy for everything. So that just kind of keeps it in line with what the, the Big Ten, the Big Ten really when they announced that, it was just for... Um, the Big Ten events. It was for it was for events. the Big Ten events. Yeah. Huskers announced it. Now it now it's for every but every event that the Huskers have going forward. And then the Big Ten and other power conferences come out and outright cancel the rest of their tournaments. The this first is three were the SEC, American, and Big Ten. I think yes. Yeah. Um, the Big East still started playing. Yeah. The first half of that game... Creighton was playing St. John's. The first half of that game, there are just conference after conference after conference announcing their cancellation of their tournament. And meanwhile, a would-be two-seed is out on the floor still playing their game. It was surreal. Um, They're they're still playing their game in Madison Square Garden. And then, I I think we all had the same thought, and I, I tweeted it out, and someone said, nice call. I was like, I don't know if it was a nice call. I think everyone knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. You got to halftime... And they said, yeah, guys, you're not coming back out. They canceled the rest of the Big East tournament. Yeah. Um, so we get to that point and we go, okay, there's no there's no tournaments. All the mid-majors, I think the MEAC was the last one to cancel. Yeah, the MEAC and the Metro Atlanta um, were the last two. Yeah. So, and shout out to the, I mean, the MEAC, the girls tournament. That that game came down to like the last second shot. Like yeah, they, they gave us some entertainment too. in the last uh, college basketball tournament that was still going on. Yeah. Um, also beginning Thursday morning. The NSAA Boys Basketball Tournament begins with the limited attendance policy, which was not that bad over the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, and we're here now on Saturday, and the championships are going. They're still happening. Uh, they're still going on. Uh, At PBA. Big kudos to the parents and families who have made the environment still... It's not overly raucous, but yeah. it's still a basketball environment. Okay, yeah. we get through the tournaments being canceled. Out of nowhere, Cam Mack... Post to social media that he's going to test the draft process, maintain his eligibility, but maintain enter, his enter eligibility, process, yeah. um, because the, the underclassmen they can go test it, they can find out kind of what what their draft pros, prospects would be, and there's just a deadline that they would have to uh, pull themselves out of that uh, draft class. Then the NCAA cancels the remaining winter and spring championships. What that means is March Madness done, both men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments. Yep. All of the there were four Husker athletes down in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for the indoor track and field championships. Yep. Um, among them, three throwers and stud George Kusha on the track. Yep. Done immediately. You're already there. Wrestling championships in Minnesota yep. set to play in a football stadium. Have forty to forty five thousand for each session. Can you the amount that that sport would have grown? Based off of that alone, done immediately. Yep. And the second part of that was it said spring competitions. College so World Series. College World Series. Yeah. You've got the women's college world series, you've got the outdoor track and field championships, but the college world series in Omaha. So with the NCAA tournament being canceled, Omaha was a host site. Mm-hmm. College World Series canceled. That's Omaha's baby. As we've talked with Jeff Mall yesterday on LNK Today, the amount of money that just left the state in a in a single announcement. Yep. Um, so then you start to feel okay. This is we know the pro leagues have done this. If the NCAA has done this, you start to look at it and go, these places are just leaving money on the table for the sake of safety. Okay, we might want to start. Like if you haven't been taking this a little seriously, yeah. Um, and Thursday's not even done because then. You've got all of that going on, and at this time, you still have baseball season. Is like the seasons are still on. Yeah, they're still playing in spring training at that moment. Yeah, they're they're still uh, the spring practices and everything are going on. Base, baseball season is still going on. Uh, baseball Husker baseball is set to go to Wichita State. Yep. Husker softball still is expecting to play their home opener for about ten minutes. Yeah, it was a ten minute span, 
And then the Big Ten came down and canceled all competition through the academic year. All all team activities. Even. No, 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 not yet. Not, not, not yet. That, okay. that, that one, not yet. At this time, Jumping it was just here. all competition. So yeah, the games, baseball season done, softball season done, outdoor track and field done. For anyone who's playing lacrosse, soccer, everything that was happening with Husker athletics and Big Ten sports done, and all the other conferences followed suit, obviously. Yep. Um, and the questions there became: Can you still practice? If you can practice. Now you are you're out of season because the season's been canceled. So for those, just a little bit of an inside look. Compliance says if you're in season, you can practice up to twenty hours a week, um, and sometimes that that includes like some competition stuff. If you are out of season, it's eight hours a week. So season got canceled. Can you continue your current practice schedule, or do you have to go to an out of season schedule? Yeah. Um. So you start looking at that, going, okay, what that means for some of the other sports. Husker volleyball can still be practicing, although beach volleyball is done. Off. Yeah, beach volleyball is done. Um, Husker football spring practices are still going on because mm-hmm. they they At don't have point. a competition. Yeah. Then you get to Friday morning. Big Ten suspends all organized team activities through April sixth. That means practices are done for all teams. And that was one of the questions that you immediately had. One of the other questions we had from Thursday was, what do you do for eligibility? Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in a a minute as well. All organized team activities, Husker spring practice done, volleyball practice done, if baseball, softball, track and field, if they were having any practices done on the spot through April 6th. (laughs) So you look at that and you go, okay, they're done. What does that mean? And I, we need to clarify as well that, and just because there were a, few, a number of outlets that ran with, as soon as the Big Ten said they were uh, suspending all organized team activities, that that was overruling the earlier announcement. That was in addition to canceling all competitions. Oh, the, yeah, that's right. Because people thought it was they changed it from a cancellation. Yeah, to they a changed it. Um, there, there were a number of those. The highest one was obviously Sports Illustrated yeah. that ran with a story there. But there, there were a number of other ones. Some of them in our state as well. Yeah. Um, as we've tried to pass along as much information because we were in a every five minute news yes. cycle there for a while. But so the suspension was in addition to the cancellations. The games were still off. Games are still off. Yeah, are still off. And then that suspension just said, okay, you guys can't even have practices, team activities, any of that as well. Yep. Bill Moose came out with a statement, um, and I'll just kind of dive into parts of it here. And he obviously, as an athletic director, says he fully supports the actions taken by by the Big Ten Conference um, and Chancellor Green, University of Nebraska leadership, um, adding that safety is the driving force behind the tough but necessary decisions that have to be made. Um, he he adds that they're working on providing the necessary resources and care moving forward for the student athletes um, with competitions being canceled through the end of the academic year and the practices and team activities being suspended. Um, goes through there, obviously mentions that, I mean, he was a former college football athlete and he's a parent of a college student athlete. Right. So yeah. so if there's someone who's going to understand what the ramifications are of all of this. From a lot of different angles. Um it's going to be Bill Moose. Um and he said they're going to and that at this very moment we still don't have anything from the NCAA on what eligibility is going to be. Yeah. Moose um, released that statement what like four o'clock yesterday yeah. afternoon. Um and he said at the appropriate time there will be discussions regarding eligibility issues. Um and he said that he assured student athletes that Nebraska is committed to representing their best interest in those conversations. <clears throat> so, at that point, and I have a sister who's a, a track athlete at Wyoming, mm. and I was having, like, she was texting, she was crying. She, at first, when this all came out, she said, what "Okay, year is she? she's a junior." Junior. Okay. But at first, this, when this came out, she said, "Okay, I'll, I'll use a red shirt. Sure, I'll use a red shirt. Uh, that'll be fine." And then she started getting told. Okay, well, this year's still going to count against people. You can't even use a redshirt. So she was about to be out a year. Goodness. Um, and then I I had to keep telling her. I was like, no, I'm fairly certain if if they're going to follow any kind of this is an unprecedented time. You have to use some unprecedented uh, action. Yeah. As Jay Billis continued to say, it, it, it's an unprecedented time. You need to take unprecedented action. Yes. Um, Jay Billis, by the way, fantastic in on all of his stuff. Um, Although it does look like he's starting a coup to take over NCAA he's basketball. He's basically pro player, anti NCAA, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But it it started to look like people were jockeying for posi- position to be like the NCAA yeah. Division One basketball commissioner. Yep. Um, we get to kind of into the evening area. The NCAA announces that they will pursue eligibility relief for spring sport athletes. The big key in all of that is number one. That's not a that that's not a decision that just says they're pursuing it. We have a lot of time right now yeah. to go through and make these decisions. Um, but that's, that's not a decision right now. It says they're going to pursue it. Number two, the part that I liked is it said spring sport athletes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say seniors. It says spring sport athletes because everyone is going to lose a year of eligibility out of this. It says spring sport athletes. So that means the freshman that was about to have their first year, they're just going to reset next year. Mm -hmm. What the fallout from this is, is... Scholarship limits, roster limits. What what do you do for all of those? Um, they also made no announcement on if they're going to do anything for winter sport athletes, um, which seems hard because they all played the majority of their season or like Nebraska men's basketball already finished their season by the time all of this stuff happened. Um, so I don't know if there's anything that can really be done for the winter sport athletes. But for the spring sport athletes, you were just about to get going, um, or you had just played a, a handful games of games. Season, yeah. um, as we joked yesterday, Mojo Haggy's going to be in his 17th season as a Husker now. Um, <laughs> should they, and obviously this is should they choose to come back. Yeah. Um, but you're going to have freshmen coming in behind them. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do for your roster limits, for the scholarship limits? Yeah. Where does that money come from? But if you're doing it for what's in the best interest of the student athletes, you cannot punish them a year. Now this gets us into you shouldn't punish them a year. Yeah, at at the college level, they're able to do some of these things. I want to stress at the high school level, there's not much can be done if some of these things get canceled. I know this week yeah. in Nebraska, FBB, FBBLA, um, uh, FCLA, uh, state speech. Those things are are gone, and you can't get those back. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything comes out on the spring sports season, which we know uh, right now, by the way, uh, in D1 at halftime, is that Laurel Concord Coolidge? Yeah. Uh, up on Southern Valley, 46-11. to 11. I think this one's over, Caleb. Uh, don't start the bus. Just Are they going to go to an untimed down? <laughs> I don't know what's happening zero here. Zero seconds on the clock anyway, um, at the end of the second quarter. Okay, come on, Texas. Put one up there. Um, so... What what we get from all of this is once you get into there's going to be soccer there's going to be golf there's going to be track for high schools yep. here across the state baseball baseball what are those conversations going to be as we get deeper into this because right now I think the NSA is just going to wait to make anything any announcements until after they get through this weekend yeah you can't get those seasons back because of high school going to college eligibility because you're not going to come back to high school for a fifth year. No, not just for your spring sport. So some of those things become the the tough decisions that are that are being made. But from the college level, and I know I'm just gonna, you know what, Cole, I'm gonna want to get your <laughs> your take on just how you have felt going through this week, all the way up until through Friday. Yeah. Um, and we'll get that after the break, just because yeah. that was. That was a lot to go through, and even just reading that, I was feeling all of the emotions that I had as each one came up. I worked 17 hours Wednesday chasing all of this. That's all? I worked more than 13 hours Thursday. Uh, Wednesday night, Thursday night, I got about eight to nine combined hours of sleep. I made all of that up last night. My body finally just went, ah, we're done. That's good. But a lot to dive into emotionally on top of what all of the, the facts are that we can pass along and uh, we'll get we'll get all of that next here uh, when we continue along on the KLIN Husker Hour. Giving you a complete review of the Huskers news this week. This is the KLIN Husker Hour on Lincoln's Husker Radio, fourteen hundred KLIN. All right, still running down the week that was the craziness of the world of sports and and beyond here on the KLIN Husker Hour. Um, we got through most of what happened. Um, now we're just kind of digesting it. Yeah, and that's so. That's actually 
That's the very other than kind of like writing it all down. That's the first time I've looked back in a in an exact order how all of this happened. What yeah. what went down exactly? Because this also feels like the first time I've been able to look back and see what is the order that all of this happened. Yeah. Um. And th- what this leaves out is Ivy League being the first to cancel all of their spring sports. Yeah. What um, was that Monday? I thought it was Tuesday. Tuesday. I thought it was Tuesday. They canceled their men's basketball tournament Um, and women's, too. Yeah, they they canceled their tournament and then just canceled everything outright. And they don't give red shirts. They don't give athletic scholarships. So you looked at that and went, okay, they just played Columbia over the weekend. Columbia, yeah, yeah, Nebraska. Columbia season done on the spot. And you started to go, okay. And even even my thought at that time was, okay, it's the Ivy League. Mm Mm-hmm. Not not to diminish anything that their athletics do. They beat Nebraska in one of the four games here. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the Ivy League. They're going to look at something and go, okay, what's the safety? Uh, the rest of the country might go ahead and Sports do something is else. last on the Ivy League's yeah. uh, pecking They order. don't even play as many games yeah. uh, over, over the baseball season and some other things. They've only had a men's basketball tournament for four years. Yeah. So I looked at that and I went, okay, I don't think this is a large domino. Then I started talking with my sister, and she said that they were hearing – the Mountain West was going to cancel all their spring sports. I went, okay, the Mountain West does that. Everyone else is going to do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's a couple days later. Mountain West does it, yeah. and then you see the flood yes. of everyone else doing it. And I went, okay, Ivy League was ahead of the curve, and everyone, like, the same thing. When, when the, the smart people do it, you this, might want to take notice. Yeah, the same thing when the NSAA announced their limited attendance policy. It was, okay, we're all kind of going to just brush this aside and say, okay, I don't know if we need to take it that far. But then when you see the other organizations doing it, you go, Okay, they were just ahead of the curve, yeah. is what it was. Yeah. Um, so I want to get your thoughts. I've talked a little bit on air here on 1400 KLIN during the week on LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Um, I mean, honestly, I could just talk for an hour on how I feel emo- like just emotionally about yeah. all of this. We're just uh, going to go to noon, people. <laughs> um, because well, and, and, We absolutely could, but we're not. We're and and not, not, not to do the, the shtick of the, I was a former college athlete, but on the, I know what that feels to get to a season and have it taken away from you. My last season that I competed, my very first throw of javelin, I tore my shoulder. Different thing, but you do all of that training, and then right when you're there, you're on the cusp of everything you've worked for, and it's taken from you. Think of the wrestlers that were in Minnesota, ready to go, ready to defend titles, ready to chase their first title. The whole team made it. Yeah, the, the whole Husker team made it and was set to compete for a top three finish. After getting runner-up at Big Tens. That's insane. Think about all four of the athletes that were down in Albuquerque for the Indoor Track and Field Nationals. All four of them were going to be first or second team All-Americans. You were about to, and because George Kusha was there in two events, you were about to have five All-Americans come out of Nebraska this weekend. So, Cole, just just kind of your thoughts. I know LPS has done all of their stuff, and, yep. and you've got uh, you've got kids, and you got it was f- spring break, so we got a warm up week. Yeah, so yeah, so continue. so you got to figure all of that. Your thoughts, beginning of the week, and then just kind of how did everything everything progress for you getting to Friday, and now we're able to digest it here this Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, I live for this part of the year. Um, the the whole March Madness season is just it, I, I follow it religiously. I've got um, uh, there's a picks contest that you mentioned earlier, the Jerome, where we pick the conference tourney winners, and Ivy League goes down. I'm like, oh man, I don't, I don't get a chance to see who wins that tournament. That every other tournament is gone, um, so that blows that out. And then the the tournament itself is over, and that that's a big blow. I mean, not being able to see where Nebraska baseball goes with this year, the first year under Will Bolt. Um, not being able to see where some of those other spring sports end up. Um, softball didn't even get started at home. Um, not being able to see Creighton lose in the second round again, that's just a just a big blow to my heart. Which, by the way, Nebraska men's basketball scored more points in their conference tournament than Creighton did. Yeah! Take that, Blue Jays. Take that, Jayskers. Jayskers are about to lose Creighton in the tournament and spring football. Oh. It's really bad. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, I agree with a lot, with almost everything that's been done. I mean, the Eiffel Tower is shut down. The Smithsonian is closed. Disney. Mount Everest is closed. A mountain shut down for this thing. Like this is this is very important. And it's not that everybody is going to die. It's that the most vulnerable of us are very uh, are very vulnerable to what's going around. And if you or I, young, healthy people, are still going to go out and live their lives, 
we could potentially be getting somebody else sick who and that you you can look elsewhere for all uh, how all that stuff works. I think this is a good thing that we're doing yeah, as we, a country and as a world basically. We do need to reiterate that point as we've talked about all week. Folks in in our demographic and especially young kids. Mm-hmm. 90, we can catch it. What yeah, what we're looking at is essentially not to get medical on it, but what we're looking at is the greater percentage of us we're going to be just fine even if we catch it, we might not even show any symptoms mm-hmm. for, it, especially young kids. Yeah. What it is is they're talking about the community spread part of it is that you and I could have a conversation right now. Let's say you were carrying it. I could carry it and not show any symptoms. If I go talk to my grandparents right now, well they're going to be susceptible in their 80s. Yep. That's the part that that all of this is really being talked about. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, if you are under 50, you don't really have anything to worry about, but it's the same reason that we get vaccines, not just because I'm going to want to protect myself, but for those that can't get vaccinated. Yeah. Um, it, so so we'll, we'll kind of back to you on this. Yeah. So, look, it, all this stuff that's going down, it's, it's tough. It's not fun. Um, but I think it's being done for the right reasons. I think it's being done in the interest of public safety and – Ultimately, I think the country is going to be better off. It's going to slow the spread, and the the healthcare community is going to be able to deal with it a lot better um, since we're shutting stuff down. Um, it's just you know for us in the sports world, um, it's tough to have to deal with that. So, um, all right, we're we're going to get to our last break. Uh, we need to get out of here and. Uh, Wrap this thing up, so we're going to do that just after this. This is the KLI and Husker Hour. Husker football, basketball, baseball, and beyond. This is the KLIN Husker Hour on 1400 KLIN. Back here on the KLIN Husker Hour, and that's it. This thing's wrapping up right now. And we usually, at this moment in the show, Caleb, we do your rundown of all this, <laughs> the upcoming sports. Uh, we already did your rundown of everything that closed, so uh, that's that's that. There will be a show next week. I do got to mention that we are planning on having a show yes, next week. We'll we're dive going more. On. We'll dive more into the open doors, the Cam Mac, and if any other developments happen over the course of this week, um, Kale and Husker Hour not going anywhere. Uh, but we might have to get creative here for a couple of these. And, and we we did get a lot of stuff from the spring football press, or we can we yeah can we have a lot that we can start to break some of that down. Yeah, this was just too much too much stuff to not go over all of it and just see how it affected everything. So. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands. Yes, wash your hands and uh, enjoy your time away from the entire world. Go Big Red.